And welcome in to in-game chat for Saturday, October the 28th, 2022. It is season 16, episode 37. And I'm Scott. Welcome into the show. Oh, okay. Uh, looks like Matt will be joining us, uh, but probably for their our commercial break here. We might have a uh, quick little camera change whenever he gets here. Uh, get everything. <laughs> rush in the middle of a break to get everything set up uh, so we can get uh, get Matt on camera there. But uh, he should be joining us uh, here for uh, the the second segment of this hour. Maybe on into the uh, maybe on into the rest of the show as well. We'll see uh, if he's able to make it for that. Uh, coming up, <clears throat> yes, I know. I need to remember to do the clapping thing. The uh, the little the little uh, what is it called? Slate board uh, here, so that it can sync up the audio. That's the only reason we use it. That's it. RJ went out, found one of those things, spent plenty of money on it, and got it set up. So, <laughs> and it really comes in handy. I can either do this, but the uh, the little clapboard, the 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 Sleepboard works so much better. Anyway, welcome into the show. Uh, RJ is not here. He is out of town this week. He'll be back next week. Like I said, Matt uh, should be coming in uh, for the uh, second segment of this hour on into the rest of the show. I hope so. Uh, we'll probably then talk about what we've been playing. So no need to go into what I've been playing. Although, you know, you know what that is. It's destiny. That's it. Uh, just doing the grind. Uh, although I did pick up, well, I say pick up. Eh, you know, it was free. It's free to play anyway. Uh, Scorn is downloaded, but not yet played. Wendy gave it a shot. Got frustrated with it and was like, "Nah." Um, from what I understand on Scorn, it's a very mist-like situation where it's like, "Here you go. Here you are. Figure it out. We're not going to hold your hand. We're not going to give you waypoints. We're not going to tell you what to do. You just..." Figure it out on your own. Um, some games that can work. Uh, sometimes I can't. Uh, a lot of the times, I, I don't know. I I am for and against that. I, I, I In certain situations, I'm for it, obviously. And in certain situations, I'm not. And I really can't explain to you which ones would work better. Uh, I think in Mist, it worked in a sense that it was... It was fine. You could just figure it out on your own if you wanted to put in the time to figure that out. The more you explored, the more you discovered and started putting the pieces together. Maybe that works in other games. If the, if it's done well, then obviously, yeah, you can do it that way. But when it's not, you know, Scorn is on Game Pass. Uh, Bama Brian was asking that in the chat room. Oh, uh, we've got a phone call here, and I'll dra- grab it here in a minute. But, yeah, Scorn is on Game Pass. Uh, and so... Uh, and it may also be on PC Game Pass as well. I'm not sure. I don't even know if it runs better on PC or whatever. But yeah, it is on Game Pass, at least for the consoles. So I'll probably give that a shot this weekend. I have this whole, you know, what's the, the whole thing? Um, announcing your plans is a good way to hear God laugh. Because uh, I had this whole thing like, uh, here's what I'm going to do this weekend, and uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition. I'll tell you about that uh, after we take this phone call. Hi, you're on in-game chat. Who's this? I think you said October 28th is the 29th. Uh, I wrote it down as the 29th. I hope I didn't say 28th. But uh, I, Well, I don't know. Maybe it's my hearing. But anyway, you're live. We're good. October 29th. I'll be listening. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. No, I it's uh, I have because memory. I have a script that I read. Can I? Can I? Can I? I've been doing this forever. How many years? Can I recite this from memory? Nope. That's why. Uh, that's why I have it written down. Sorry, I'm adjusting here. Uh, so yeah, just to uh, to the. Sometimes it works when they tell you what to do. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, we could all use a good tutorial. And and then there's the other question of that. And I did not mean to get on a rant of this, but there are some tutorials that are like, this is too much. If your tutorial can't be brief enough, like if you can't get the mechanics within just a little bit of the beginning of the game, I can't remember what game I was playing. It was a, it was a railroad city builder. It was one of the Steam Next Fest type game things where it was just a bunch of demos for upcoming games. And I downloaded it. God, it took forever. By the time I got so deep into it, I'd forgotten the beginnings of the tutorial. Like, hey, we're going to show you how to you know, lay down railroad track. And then we're going to show you how to clear this area. And then we're going to show you how to do this and all this. Then you need to set up a, a post and this and blah, blah, all this stuff. By the time I had gotten to where... Uh, I mean, I had not finished the tutorial, but I had already forgotten what I had to do to basically set up what I was doing to begin with. I don't know. Hi, you're on in-game chat. Who's this? It's me, Chris. Hey, man. What's going on? Not much. You play more Destiny, huh? I mean, yeah. This is always <laughs> going to be the case, man. For the most part. Now, when I clear this Halloween event coming up, uh, the Halloween event is over with... I just, I just made it sound like it was a uh, Hanukkah thing. Halloween event. The Halloween event that uh, when it is over with, uh, which will be not this coming Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. In other words, there's another week of it, I believe, uh, on into November. But when that thing's over with, and I've got, I've done everything, I, I will be finished for the season, which it doesn't end until sometime in December. So, be nice to have that done and behind me. I'll work on I'll I'll work on saving some bounties up and doing what I did last time, but not in a sense of preparing for a, a raid or anything like that, just to get a jump start on the season. So, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. What about what about you? This well, this conversation is about playing, you, not me. Uh, got into playing uh, the uh, Switch version of uh, No Man's Sky and, and forgot how much it was fun for me, and then upgraded the PlayStation Four version to PlayStation Five. Played it for like one day. And then got Star Ocean uh, yesterday and have been playing it nonstop since. <laughs> hey, No Man's Sky is a good example of that whole situation of like, here, we're going to throw you down and you just figure it out. That I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Uh, games that throw you in without really a tutorial. Uh, and No Man's Sky, if I'm, if I'm right, if I can remember right, that, there was really not a tutorial. There was like, get in your ship, find resources. And you kind of had to do that. But for the most part, you didn't have... Uh, I mean, it was just like, go explore, figure it out on your own. I mean, there were objectives, yes. There were waypoints as far as like, collect this many, now do this and now do this. But you really didn't know why you were doing it and you didn't really get an idea of what to do after you'd done it. In other words, it's like, okay, go to your space station. All right, now go do this. And then at some point it just leaves it open for you to just try and continue to get to the center of the universe or whatever it was their universe type thing so how did it play I, uh, you'd probably have no comparison as to how it played on switch i guess well i mean the switch version runs a little slower because you know it's not as strong as the other systems and, and pc but you can play single player on it uh you know supposedly there's no multiplayer on the switch at all but 
you know, at least you could take it portably if you wanted to play it on yeah. the go somewhere. That's the biggest. That's the biggest draw with with uh, with the Switch, and of course, obviously, the Steam Deck as well. Is that you can, you know, you just take it with you whenever you're ready to go. Uh, I was going to ask you. I'm surprised that you're not on the Bayonetta three train. Didn't that come out Friday? I never did play any of the series before, so I have. But, uh, that surprises me as well, unless we've already talked about this, and I shouldn't be surprised. But that surprises me. Uh, I just I figured that'd be a, a a game that you'd be you know that you'd be you'd have played already. Nope, never have played any of the series. I'm a fan of the series. I just haven't played a lot of it. I played the first game and really liked it. Never beat it, but I then picked up the second game, thinking, okay, I'll go back and finish the first and play the second. Didn't do that either. Then I'll pick yeah, up the third at some point. Me, so yeah, I, I decide now. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm of the same mind of like, you know what? I haven't played the first two. Chances are, I'm not going to play the third. And and by the time I might get around to it, I don't need to be paying full price because it'll be cheaper. Uh, by the time I get to something like that, so I'm perfectly fine with giving that a pass at the moment and just kind of waiting that one out. Speaking of waiting for cheaper games, I still don't have any Black Friday deals. A couple of places have put up their Black Friday sales, or at least their early Black Friday. And I mean early. I had something last week from Best Buy talking about, here's some Black Friday deals. I didn't even look at the game section. I looked at some of the TV stuff, but I was like, it's far too early for this. And then I checked out some other uh, little Black Friday inserts, and they were just minimal at best. They hadn't really released... uh, the hounds, as it were, it was still uh, it was still very minimal as to what they were showing off. So, still waiting for that. But uh, I imagine by next week we're going to have a pretty good idea of some of the discounts and some of the games that we'll be seeing uh, on sale. I would think it could be wrong. So, yeah, maybe so. We'll see. Yep, yep. Just kind of waiting and seeing what's going to what's going to happen. So, anything else that you played, or anything else that stuck out of the the ones that you mentioned? No, not really. Just been taking it easy and enjoying uh, uh, Star Ocean so far. Yeah, that is, okay, I get it. Yeah, that's more your very large over, what's what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, massive world games, I guess? Yeah. I don't know, massive RPG type things. And I don't mean multiplayer, I just mean a massive, like, there's a lot to it and it's an RPG which I did that star isn't that what that is mm-hmm. yeah that's what I thought never got into those never did have them I own well I don't know if I own that one wasn't there a star ocean on the SNES yeah uh, the first one came out on Super NES but officially we never did get it over here in the states unless you got a a copy that was translated into English or got a digital version that was translated or, or you know or got or got a remake of it on another system, but yeah, the first one officially didn't come out here until later on in the years. Yeah, and then I think the other, the second one was on PlayStation <clears> One and there, and then then from there on it was I think a couple of them were on PlayStation Two. One was on the 360, and then did they put Star Ocean on the uh, the SNES Mini that released? Don't really know. I can't remember. I think the first one's on the uh, the the, uh, the Nintendo Switch Online. Service too. I think you maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe I uh, maybe I'm thinking of that because I knew it was available. And then they were also on the PlayStation Portable as well as two in the past. So yeah. they've been mostly on the PlayStation system. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you calling in as usual. It's great talking to you, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right. All right. See y'all later then. All right, man. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Yeah, I never got into the RPG stuff. Uh, I do the, the Destiny's about as close as it comes to doing some kind of an RPG, and that is not even an RPG. Something uh, I was thinking about on the way in, uh, I went to an event in town today. It was a chili cook-off, so I was tasting all kinds of chili, um, which may affect things during the show. I don't know, but uh, fantastic. Anyway, ran into people like, hey, I recognize your voice, or hey, I know you, it's from there, and that sort of thing, and, and it was great meeting those people. What I realized is that it made me think about people who have said, hey, I listened to your show on Saturday. I don't know what you're talking about, but I listened to your show anyway. There's a lot of people locally <laughs> who, uh, who have this on in the background for whatever reason, and they hear it because they hear my voice, and they, they, they mention it to me, and they are listening in some way of what I'm talking about, but they don't understand what I'm talking about. I would love to know specifically some of the things that you don't understand. I would love to know where I need to go more in depth on what I'm talking about or how that I'm, how I'm, I'm giving out that information to know like what would make it easier to clear that sort of thing up as to what I'm talking about sort of thing. Obviously I'm not going to get into some long discussion about how destiny works, um, but I could somehow give you a better explanation of what I'm talking about or better yet. I think the better idea on that is to not go in depth on those things. <laughs> just say, yeah, I played this game and that's it. And then really just go into the behind the scenes of, uh, of things when we talk about like uh, how horrible a company Activision is. Or when we talk about, what else do we have? I mean, just in the news here, where Steam, which is a digital storefront, uh, where people uh, go online on their PC to play video games, uh, had 30 million people logged in on, I want to say it was Sunday of all days, this past Sunday, uh, which was the most, I think, that they had ever had. Uh, now, when Matt gets here, we're going to talk about the Resident Evil showcase. Resident Evil being a video game franchise, and they have lately been remaking tons of those. Uh, they remade the first game, the second game, the third game, uh, and now they are remaking the fourth game uh, in the series. And so he may know something about that, but he's as more of a Resident Evil fan than I am. Although 4, I understand, is is got a lot of people excited. Uh, not only because 4 was pretty good when it originally released, and I don't remember what year that was. See if I had RJ here, he would be able to look that up. But I don't remember what year that was that it released. But getting the remake, I think a lot of there's a lot of excitement uh, for that. So there's that. I mean, what else do we have that I could go into? Uh, talking about remakes, CD Projekt Red, which is the name of a company. Uh, who made the Witcher games, Witcher, Witcher 2, Witcher 3. Um, they also recently released Cyberpunk 2077 or 2477. I don't know. It was a buggy mess uh, that they made, although they've sent out updates, and I guess it's better. I don't really know. There was a certain point in time where I you know, was excited for it and thought, well, if it gets fixed, I'll still play it. And then we passed something in that timeline where I said, ah, oh, it's too late now. Yeah, you might have fixed it, but I'm uh, moving on to play something else. Uh, but anyway, they have announced that they're going to remake the first Witcher game. The first Witcher game is the only Witcher game I had played through completely. And once I was done playing through it years ago, I said to myself, I'm glad that's over. I'll move on to the next one, which I did for a little bit and didn't enjoy or I didn't finish it. And then I bought the third game, and I played a little bit of that. I did enjoy it, but I just never finished it, never got too far into it. Um, 
I don't. I'm sure there's. I'm sure it'll be better to control. It'll be. It'll look way better. But uh, I don't know that I have the energy to go back through Witcher One again. I just don't. I don't know. We'll see. Because I mean, they're going to show it off, and it's going to look great. And I, just the eye candy alone of how it all looks pretty will be something that'll draw me to it. Uh, I, the controls will be better, I'm sure. Uh, they'll they'll tweak all of that. So yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Uh, what else do we have? There was. Something else in the news to go. Oh, interesting. We got a list here. The 13, the 13 most frightening moments in games that live on in our heads. Uh, rent-free. An article from Kotaku. I would love to talk about that. Sometimes just get rid of the news and say, hey, tell me about your horror game experience. Like, what is memorable moments for you or what is memorable titles for you in a horror in the horror genre as far as video games are concerned? Um why do you like playing them? Why do you hate playing them? Uh, I like them. I don't necessarily like playing them. Uh, depends on what it is. Depends on what you call a, a horror game. Last of Us, is that a horror game? I don't think so. Does it have horror elements to it? Some, you know, some scare moments? Yeah, I think so. Does it have tension? Easily. Because of the way you have to creep around and not make a lot of noise, that sort of thing. But does that qualify as a horror game? I don't think so. I don't think it does. It's stealthy. Stealth game. Stuff like that. So, um, Condemned was a good one to watch. That was back on the Xbox 360, uh, published by, I believe, Sega. That was a fun one to watch. Uh, I watched James play it. Uh, Matt will be here to talk about that because he was over there watching James play it as well. Uh, so we played that, and he played it. He was going to be our, our horror guy. Like, you play those games, we're going to sit back with our tub of cheese balls and watch you play the game <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and enjoy watching that. But, yeah, not, not something I did. Uh, let's see, I got a message from Matt. Oh, he is on his way now, so that is good to know. Uh, about the time he shows up, I will throw it to commercial here, and then we will set up a camera for him and uh, get him on, on the show here as well. Uh, let's see. Trying to think of some other horror-type games, or do they qualify as a horror-type game? I don't know. Um, yeah, Resident Evil. Thar66 says, in the first Resident Evil, you're walking down a hallway, and then these zombie Doberman bust through the window. And yeah, I do remember that. I know it probably holds up in the remake, but does it still hold up in the original game? I don't know how long it's been since you've gone back to the original game. That's another good question. Replaying horror games, is it still... A thing? Is it like kind of like rewatching a horror film where you know where this is going to happen? Does it still hold your attention? Does it still give you the jump? Um. <laughs> uh, Lethal Migrant says Destiny is a horror game. It's frightfully awful. Uh, that's great. Alien Isolation. That's a good one. Would that? Would you qualify that as horror, or is that stealth, or is it a mixture of both? Now. Phones are in here. It likely could be Chris. It could be Biloxi Gambler because he's been playing some horror games. Um, I don't know why I'm trying to predict who this is going to be when I could just go to the phones and say, Hi, you're on in-game chat. Who's this? Hey, it's me, Leonard. What's up, Brad? I was completely wrong on both. Hey, Leonard, what's going on? Not much, man. Hey. Uh, so I wasn't going to call in until you guys mentioned Resident Evil and that 
dog jump scare yeah. from the very first one. Right. And I was debating on calling in because, like, for me, man, any game with a jump scare, I don't like playing because, like, Five Nights at Freddy's, I tried to do it a long time ago. Oof, for, uh, no. And, and dude, every time that, that, that ugly bear would jump out, I was like, nope, I can't do this. Nuh-uh. So even, like, when I watch people on Twitch and all that, and they're playing that game, like, after that first or second jump scare, I, I turn the channel because I just can't do it. You can't even watch but, it, huh? I, I can't even watch it, but that that talking about that scene with uh, Resident Evil and those dogs jumping out, uh, it was my first night hanging out with a friend. We were playing the PlayStation, right? It's been the first PlayStation, right? I want to say, yeah. And, no, yeah, it is first PlayStation, yes. And we were playing that game. PSX. We had all the lights off, and then that scene happened, and we turned on every light in the house and all that stuff, dude. So uh, that is a classic scene, and I have to say that, should be on that list, man, of like scary scenes that stick with your head and all that. Stuff. I believe it is like going over the thirteen frightening moments, and maybe I'll I'll wait until Matt gets here to uh, for us to do that. But uh, I believe um, that that is going to be uh, that's going to be the case. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, I gotta agree with you and all that. It should be on there at least. But uh, I just want to call in and tell you as always, you guys do a great job at News Talk. You guys are doing a great job at Blue Water, and bro, you just keep up the great work. Okay. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. You're welcome, dude. Nice talking to you. Bye. See you. Bye. Yeah, it's good hearing from Leonard. Um, oh yeah. F- uh, f- oh, the f- oh there. Yeah, Lethal Migraine mentions that uh, the ghost game that's phantas- phantasmophobia. I think is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, that's that seems like that would be kind of a different because you can co-op that game and you're both trying to hunt ghosts and. Nah, I still wouldn't do it. Yeah, just not going to be for me. Uh, some of these things mentioned Outlast. That was not... I I loved... Again, I loved the concept of Outlast where you have a camera that has night vision and that's mostly how you can see in the dark is through that camera. So the way... I love the way that that works. And I really... What I really like doing, and this is kind of going deep in the weeds here, but I really like to unravel the psychology of horror um, in, in media, uh, mostly film and video games. Uh, film, it's a little bit easier. Video games, I think it's a little tougher because video games force you to be in that situation. Movies have to somehow get you immersed into what you're seeing even though you have no control over what's happening. In video games, you have control over what's happening. You have control over, I can continue to go down this hallway or I can go somewhere else, unless, of course, the game is one of those that we call on rails. When we say a game is on rails, the well, there's two definitions of that, but when we say a game is linear, it doesn't allow you to explore. You know, You are going on one set path from A to B to C to D, and there is no variation there. You do not, you are not allowed to explore or go to different rooms or to go to different areas. You are going there. That can also be considered on rails in a sense that you are just constantly moving from one point to the next without kind of seeing anything else that's going on. It's whatever is going to be in front of you. Um, games, there are certain games, uh, fear is, comes to mind first. Uh, that was a game that we had played. Again, James was playing, I think. Uh, actually, no, we all played this one. And the one thing that we hated about it is 
the way that you didn't have control of the camera whenever you walked up a ladder or through a door. There were animations that would take over anytime you were going up a ladder. So when you go up a ladder and get to the top, an animation would take over where your character climbs off the ladder, looking down and looking up and doing a turn and everything else. It is all animated. It's all something that you cannot control. You can know you have no longer control of the camera. So suddenly you're at the whim of the game to scare the hell out of you, you know, throw something right in your face, uh, which is called a jump scare. Uh, right at the whatever time it is. Going through a door, it's an animation. Going up a ladder, it's an animation. And so you have no more control over the camera. Um, so I don't know. It's just one of those things that interests me. When I talk about uh, when I talked about Outlast, where you have uh, the camera to see in the dark, well, it limits your vision. Your vision's already limited because it's dark, right? But when you put the camera up, suddenly your vision is even more so limited and you only have night vision. There is that feeling of confinement, a feeling of I do not have my complete freedom here. Something is cut off for me and that makes it a little bit more tense, uh, I suppose. Lethal Migraine's talking about The Shining, all about isolation. Alien isolation is another way that the horror works. It is you and you alone and you have to hide from the thing. Um, that's another thing. You don't know the unpredictability of thing uh, in movies. It's scripted in video games. I guess it's also scripted and coded, I guess, but uh, a sense of if I am under the table, will it look under this table? Uh, how does it know which way to do that? Uh, the other interesting thing in video games is that we can look at those pathways. We can kind of break that down and get into the code of the game to see how the enemy moves. If you want to do that, it's kind of breaking it, but uh, it's interesting to know how they can randomize uh, the enemy to come and find you or to react to things that you're doing. But it's all a video game. And it, I don't know. I just, it's interesting. I, I've always found it interesting how to, how to do that with um, not only with a camera, but with a video game as well. So uh, is Matt here? I can't tell if he's here yet or not. Hopefully he would send me a message. Uh, in fact, let me tell him, let me know. When you are here. Um, that way I can take a break and, and let him in. <clears throat> so, uh, what else do we have? The Atari ET game. Batman Brian says, the Atari ET game. Yes, I actually bought it back in the day. It would creep me out from the sound of ET's spaceship made. I don't know what the sound ET's spaceship made, but that was not one. An early game. Let me think of an early game that was kind of scary, and, and I'm drawing a blank a seventh guest i played way way back when i can't even give you a year on that i could look that up but it was probably in the early to mid 90s or maybe mid 90s easily 96 95 maybe for the seventh guest it was on pc it was one of those fmv type things where they took actual actors filmed them and then put their cutouts in different settings and had them move around in that area so it looked kind of real, even though the, the, the set itself was this computer-generated thing that did not look real whatsoever. Um, but you got some creepiness out of it. It was more of a scary comedy type thing. There was not real horror to say. Maybe The 11th Hour, which was the sequel, had a little bit more of a horror aspect to it. But 
that's a game I don't think I ever finished because my computer couldn't handle the upgrade um, that they had put in the game. Five discs. When I say disc, I mean CD-ROMs. Five CD-ROMs to get that thing going. Uh, and I think I couldn't get it to run. So it was. It was an early game. Ben Bryan says I think it was one of the first CD-ROM games. Very early in that in that uh, in that medium, and you know, kind of cemented itself as as you know, not only a classic, but, you know, just historic in that regard. Um, so, yeah. What else? Oh, there's another one. Oh, there's Matt. Um, yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and get set up. <clears throat> I'll get him set up. We're going to go to a break here, and we'll get Matt in here, and we'll talk more horror games. And you feel free to join us on Discord or uh, call in and let us know about yours. We'll be right back with more of in-game chat in just a moment. Yeah, I've used music from the seventh guest, not this season for Halloween, but I have used music for seventh guest in previous Halloween episodes. This next track is an odd one. Not really odd. It's odd from where it came from. It is not, it's call of duty, but it's not the zombie modes. Call of duty world at war the main theme is a very horrific sounding main theme. Very spooky-ish, very, it's got a horror type sound to it if you put it in that context in your brain. Um, this one is from World at War. Um, you're walking through one of the, uh, one of the Nazi uh, castles there that, is, that has completely been abandoned. But man, they make it horrifying. So that's what this track is. We'll be back with more of in-game chat in just a few. And welcome back to In Game Chat. This is music from 999. 
puzzle game, I think. It's called the track is called Trepidation is the name of the track. So welcome back to the show. We had to do a real quick change and setup and everything else, and we've got Matt joining us. Thank you so much for coming in, man. Hey everybody. Oh, is that your mic? That is your mic, right? That's my mic. That's your mic. That's that is your mic. mic. There you go. All right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Just making sure it was you. Ah, uh, boy. So we started off. I kind of want to jump back to the subject there, but I mean, it's been a while. I tell you what, we'll do what we've been playing later. We were talking about, you probably were listening on the way in. A little bit, yeah. Horror games. Yep. Um, I've got a list here of moments in games. I know you mentioned uh, what um, 11th Guest and... Uh uh, what was the first one? Um, uh, the, well, the seventh guest, eleventh hour. 11th, yeah. 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 Did, did you mention Phantasmagoria? We did mention Phantasmagoria. That was a classic. Yep. Well, and it was bad but good, but bad. Did we mention Fan? Okay. What is the? What's the one that's out now where you're like hunting a ghost or that's, phantasmophobia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I we did not mention Goria. We mentioned Phantasmophobia. Okay. Phantasmagoria was a uh, FMV game. From Sierra. It was one that I, I, I've told the story before. It was one I wanted after Seventh Guest and whatever else. It was it was in the... That you, was one of those, like, seven discs. Right. Yeah, I would walk into the the electronics boutique. It was an EB at the time. We yeah. didn't we didn't initialize things back then. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was electronics boutique. And uh, walked into there. And, of course, I would go to the PC section because I did not have whatever the console of the day was to... Mm, I used to work know. there. Yeah, yeah. The one in the mall. Um, so I didn't have the console and stuff. I was I was strictly playing on my father's 486 DX40 or 386, whatever it was. I and mean, kids these days have no idea what those numbers mean. At the time, I didn't know what those numbers meant. <laughs> uh, also, I'm so grateful that we don't have to go back to those numbers no. anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's still kind of you know the i7 3770 and all these other different things. Yeah. You've got it's numbers galore, but. Uh, so anyway, I would go in there and I'd go back to the PC section, which at that time uh, was massive compared to what, you know, you'd go to the console wall and it was over in the corner. Yeah. The PC wall was... The, most of the store. Most, most of the store there. And then... And the center point. Yeah. Uh, and so I would go over there and I'd look for something and man, Phantasmagoria was just drawing me in, but there was no way I could pull that box and take it to my mom or my father and say, will you buy me this? And then look yeah. at the front of the box and Black think... Black and white photo, the lady in the dress with the yeah, red blood stripe exactly. Across. Wasn't happening. Yeah, that was... Uh, was not happening. Seventh Guest... Oh. Seventh yeah. Guest was, you know, an old house on a hill with yeah. lightning, and they're like, oh, yeah, creepy game. There we go. He's fine with that. Phantasmagoria, woman in a dress with blood on it. Nah, yeah. we're not buying this. So The sequel was even, I think, a little bit more. So. It could have been. Uh, Puzzle of Flesh it had a guy just ripping his chest open. Oh, even worse. Yeah. Again, probably. I remember that. I don't know. The parents probably would have been like, oh, that's fine. It was, yeah. The the woman, though. No, 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 no. Guy ripping his chest open, that's pretty, that's that's okay. Uh, let's see. Going over this list here, they mentioned the head crabs from Half-Life uh, being one of those moments that kind of stick in your head whenever you first saw those. Yeah. Uh, the twins from Outlast. I'm not familiar with them, but in Outlast, there were twins. Um. Trying to see two cannibalistic brothers stalking you around every corner of the mental asylum. Okay, uh, I, I know what game they're talking about now, yeah. Yeah, that's the one yeah, where you had the camera. Like the green screen night vision Yeah, because you had a night vision camera, and that was really the only way to see in the dark. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the janitor from Little Nightmares. 
which is a game I still haven't played and I really need to. I've got it on a couple of different systems now. But yeah, let's see. Bubblehead Nurses in Silent Hill 2. Okay, yeah. The Witch in Left 4 Dead. Yeah, that was good for once, and then after that it was not a... It wasn't even scary. It was more just like, oh, crap. It was annoying, yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things where it's like, hey, we got to be really quiet. So it built tension. Yes. But it was not anything that was... Isn't it? I, maybe in solo play it was a little worse, but I rarely touch that game because, in solo play. No, because like the, you can't trust the AI to you know to help Mm-mm. you. Nope. Uh, ooh. Monster Ock from Spider Man in two thousand. I don't know what that. I am not familiar with that. The Spider Man two thousand. I guess Doctor Ock turned monster. He looks like it well, looks like Carnage, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. Clickers from The Last of Us. Yeah, okay. Uh, I wasn't... Again, they... Suspenseful. Yeah. They acted more like the witch situation where it's like, I don't want to be seen, so let's... We were talking... Well, we were. I was talking about this during the beginning of the show. Like, what qualifies as a horror game? And I'm like, Last of Us being on a list of horror games, I don't know if it fits there because, yeah, it's got some, like... I don't even know if it's got horror elements to it. It's more of just, just a stealthy thing. Um, I think the horror would be uh, the other people. And yeah, the, but even then, it's know, not... Like, you know, that whole cliche of, like, the other, the humans are the real monsters. Right, yeah. But it didn't it didn't elicit fear for me, other than the fact that it, it elicited tension because I was trying to be quiet and stealthy and not get caught. Yeah. Um, but I never felt any kind of, like, horror type of situation uh, while playing it. Um so yeah, they mentioned Last of Us there. Let's see, Thief: Deadly Shadows, the Shale Bridge Cradle. Okay, that I'm not familiar with. It's in the third Thief game. For so much of the game, it's this ominous building you pass by on your way elsewhere in the city. You hear rumors about it. You hear its name muttered in fear until it already possesses a sense of terror before you ever need to go inside. When you do, it's much worse than you could have ever imagined. This section of Thief which was uh, done by some of the people who worked on Dishonored, uh, is a masterpiece of environmental storytelling. Yes, there are awful, shuffling creatures to be feverishly hidden from among its dark, cruel corridors, and yes, they scare the bejesus out of me, but they're not the true horror of the level. The real menace that makes this a level you can never shake from your consciousness is the building's history. You know that at one point, Shale Bridge Cradle was once a sanatorium for the clinically insane. You also know that at one point, the cradle was once an orphanage. When What you learn as you play, and for goodness sakes, if you haven't, stop reading now and go play it, is that the two things happened at the same time. This moment of realization is so brutal as you put together that those poor children were living in permanent fear of the murderous, dangerous patients, all while cruel doctors performed experiments, and well, there's a witch too. This catastrophic moment rewrites your entire understanding of the place and makes the rest of the already terrifying section feel so, so much worse. It's bad enough that uh, as my muscles lock up as I try to evade a shambling masked monstrosity leaning into my monitor as if that makes me smaller and less likely to be spotted, but it's the whole other level of awful when you hear the ghostly, fearful voices of the long-dead child inhabitants of this terrible place. Uh, Wow. That's a write-up. I know in the original Thief, there was a level that was also in a sanatorium, Mm -hmm. uh, an asylum, that was uh, very heavily inspired by the book House of Leaves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Dead Space had some, uh, not really, you know, asylum-type stuff, but I know Dead Space had some... Especially, I think, 2 with... uh, Was it 2? With the cult. Yeah. Oh, 2 did have the cult. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's see. From The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, there was the Him Demon, H-Y-M Demon. Okay. I don't remember that. Um, Manhunt. Did you ever play Manhunt? Yes. Yeah. Pigsy is the name. Uh, Pigsy is absolutely horrific. A man who wears a rotted pig's head, a mask, and literally nothing else. <laughs> Pigsy is the stuff of nightmares. It was Rockstar. Yeah, Trying I know. Trying to be Rockstar. Uh, Subnautica? A manatee? I don't know. I wouldn't call that horror. I mean... Let's see. I didn't really know I had thalassophobia. What is thalassophobia? Uh, probably some fear of something underwater. Maybe. Uh, let fear, me. I'm gonna have to. Drowning? I gotta look it up. I gotta look up and see what thalassophobia is. And fear of mermaids. I don't know. I mean, we. I don't know. It's bringing me something. It is the persistent and intense fear of deep bodies of water. Okay, deep bodies of water. Yeah. I had no. I don't have. I don't have that. I have. Is it tryptophobia? You're afraid of tripping? No, it's not tripping. It's the ones with little <laughs> tiny holes. Oh, okay. All over in, in clusters. Holes that are in clusters of groups. Like of, a wasp, you know, hive? Uh, wasp hive doesn't actually do it, but like uh, the center of a sunflower with oh, okay. the seeds missing and stuff. That's a... Um, anything like that. It, it gets to me. Acrophobia. Which one's that one? Clowns. Clowns, okay. Yeah. Speaking of, I have Terrifier and Terrifier 2 at home. Uh, have fun. Yeah, I know. I haven't watched him yet. <laughs> I haven't watched him just yet. Although I think he's considered a mime because he doesn't yeah. speak. But regardless, mime's kind of scary too. Yeah, that's a type of clown. The Necromorphs in Dead Space. Yes. Sure. Oh, have you? Did you? Have you watched any of the gameplay of the? I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. At first, I mean, like I knew that I was, um, I was going to get it regardless because it's Dead Space. I love Dead Space. Right. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you know, a remaster. Let's see what. The, but then I saw like how it's going, and I'm like, oh, this is looking right. They're really doing good. the single camera shot, which is great. I've been going back through. I've been replaying God of War in anticipation of Ragnarok, which comes out on the ninth. Did you pick that up on PC? I do have God of War on PC. Yeah. Have you played it or no? I've played a little bit of it. Okay, gotcha. Um, so a lot of talk had been brought up with Dead Space, saying, "Hey, we're taking the God of War approach, where the camera never cuts away." So you were constantly right there mm-hmm. with oh god, what's the main character's name? Isaac. Isaac, yeah. Clark. Yeah, you were you were constantly with him the entire time. So I'm going back through just the beginning areas of God of War, uh, and this is really even before you get to the main like exploration part. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a fight scene at the very beginning with the uh, the giant. Or? Not the giant, oh, okay. but um, is it before that or after that? Well, see in the in the see I, I don't know his name yet, but in the, I do remember it from the first time I played, but I can't remember the name. He's only called the stranger. It's the it's the guy who knows who Kratos is, and he fights him right there. He he Kratos puts his son in, under the house while okay. old dude's coming, and there's this massive fight, kind of introducing you to, like, here's how fights are going to go in this game. You're going to be thrown against rocks. You're going to be kicked halfway across the level. Uh, you're gonna, there's going to be these epic moments here of fighting with this dude. So I'm watching how the camera works, and what I noticed and what I, what I kind of picked up on was this is not... Yes, it is a camera where there is no human operator, right? It's a camera that is floating in free space because that's how games are made. Mm-hmm. So it's following this track. But for whatever reason, there's a scene where this guy 
kicks Kratos. And I mean, he goes through some trees and a couple other things way across the map. They don't do a cut to them. They go from where he got kicked from, and then they move the camera to Kratos, where he was. Instead of the camera just going over there, they added walking. In other words, okay. suddenly... Like it's bobbing. Right. Suddenly what I realized was like, it made it feel like there is a dude in a camera who is filming this whole thing, and he's running to get the shot over there to him. Okay. And I thought, wait a second, this is interesting. And I and now I'm going to try and keep an eye out for more of this to see, is this something that they tried to do where it, it puts you in that sort of, you get that feeling of like, oh, I'm there. You are the camera operator. Anyway. Right, I'm there because the camera was moving as though I was running to catch up to the action, not floating over there to it. It's a, it's a little tweak. Mm-hmm. And I'm very curious if that's something that they put in there or it's only because it's in there because this is the way things move in game I guess I don't know Uh, like they just took a character camera and made that be you know attach that to Kratos move when it needs to that sort of thing I don't know I'm curious but yeah did I uh, yeah that's how it uh, uh, that was something that I was thinking of so anyway um, Dead Space the fact that you can explore the Ishimura over and over and over again you can go through it and then you can go back you can retrace your steps, you can explore, you don't have to go through any loading screens, but the fact that they have somehow coded this thing so that while you go through one room and empty out the enemies, if you turn around and go back through that room, it doesn't reset the enemies to where they need to be, it randomizes how they're going to show up again. In other words, any no two visits through the room are going to be the same. They might be coming from the ceiling or the wall. No three visits through the room. Through no the four room. visits yeah. through the room. Doesn't matter. Any room that you go into hmm. can have randomly dis- distributed monsters. Um, one of the things I took solace in in my horror games is that once I'm done with this area, this room, I don't I'm have done. to worry about it yeah. again. It's a safe place for me. Not so in Dead Space. Oh, geez. It will not be that way uh, in Dead Space. So... Um, I think that is, yeah, that's it. That was the 15 out of 15 things uh, that they were talking about with some of the horror games. So uh, we're coming up on the uh, top of the hour here. But I wanted to get your, uh, speaking of horror games, we were talking about Resident Evil. You saw the uh, Resident Evil 4 remake? Yes. Exactly. What do you think about that? Um, have you played any of the remakes? You have. Oh, yeah. Um, so I got four, I did four on the Quest the VR. Oh, the VR aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that awesome. the first time you played Resident Evil oh, 4? No, I played okay, before, I figured you had. I, did, I had it on the GameCube when it, fir- when it first came out. GameCube. GameCube. Exclusive. Yeah, and then it came out on the Wii. And because uh, the GameCube actually they had that the chainsaw chainsaw controller. controller yeah. yeah, I remember that. But uh, no, um, I I played it originally when it first came out on the GameCube, and um, then they did a PC port of it, and it wasn't as stable. Um, the original PC port. I remember that. Hmm. Um, but I, I, I've done it uh, through, like, you know, I picked up again. I played it um, earlier this year when I was in uh, Jersey uh, on the, the VR, and I beat the game actually a couple times going through on VR. You took your whole VR set up to New Jersey? I Well, I bought a Quest 2. Oh, there. okay, okay. Because um, I had the Rift on my computer, 
And while I was there, I was like, well, I'm kind of bored in my hotel room. Well, hey. And so so you got a Quest 2 now. I do. All I right. have both. I have a, uh, a Rift S and a Quest 2. Okay. Did we ever set it up so that we could do the whole thing? We did. Did we? Okay, we did. good. I don't remember that. God, how long has that been, man? It's been about that how long. How long has it been since you've been on the show? It's been, it's been, I've been busy. Yeah, well, at least in studio. I know you've popped in yeah, on phones on and stuff like that, but. Um, um, but yeah, so I've, I've done the Resident Evil, and this I'm excited about. I will give this a shot, even though I played the game, but it looks different. It, it reminds me more of uh, when they did the GameCube Resident Evil 1 remake. How, you know, it just kind of changed the entire feel of, you know, of the game. Yeah. You know, so. And they added like new layers, and I mean new le- um, parts of the levels and stuff. And Lisa was added, Lisa Spencer. So I-, I will definitely pick it up because it's Resident Evil, and that's just how I roll. <laughs> that's just how I roll. I mean, uh, they just uh, just now came out with the um, the Village uh, um, DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, winter or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose Winter. I can't remember what it's called. Winterland or Winter something. I don't know. And I'll probably pick that up as well. Uh, I yeah, that's on PC. I guess is yes. where you're playing that. I, I where are you on consoles right now? I have a Steam Deck. Yeah, but I mean, so no consoles. You're not. I, no. I mean, I got my Switch, but I don't do much with it. I don't have the PlayStation Five. And I see no point in the Xbox. That's a, I understand. It's fine. I mean, with Game Pass, if I need a game there. And Do you also, have Game Pass on PC or no? Uh, you let it come and go? Come yeah. And go. It depends. Like, if there's something. Um, I did pick up that new Disney game. Uh, the Dreamlight Dream Valley? Yeah, yeah so I know. I'm going to start that. But uh, with the... Switch or PC? Or what would you do? Switch? PC. PC? Yeah. Yeah. But um, with, you know, with, with these... You know, uh, Sony games coming out on PC. Mm-hmm. I, you know, everything that I've been wanting to play eventually comes out there. So, like, I've got the God of War. I've got Horizon. You know, Horizon. I've got Spider Man. Yeah. You know, I'm playing through Spider Man on my speed on my Steam Deck. You know, at, you know, on a lunch break. I know. You I've kind of regretted that I passed up on the Steam Deck. Um, oh, I, love, I got the dock as well, and so like that's right, yeah. Uh, during lunch, we'll like uh, at work, we'll like put on my Steam Deck and we'll do uh, keep talking, and nobody. Explodes. Oh, nice. Okay, it's, and like people come in, like we're team building. <laughs> no, it's not a. It's it's yeah. No, I enjoy that yeah. game. Uh, so yeah, we're at the uh, top of the hour here. Yes. Got to take a break. I know it moves fast, and we're going to come back and probably continue the info, or the conversation on some Spooky horror stuff. Games. Spooky games. We got some news, and I think I sent you the news there. But we've got some news. There's not a whole bunch uh, to go over, but we've got some stuff here to talk about. Uh, we'll be right back with more of in-game chat in just a moment. This track comes from you, a Team Fortress Two guy. I played it back in the day. Yeah, this is called "Right Behind You." Okay. I don't remember this track in the game, but. And oddly enough, in the years we've been doing these Halloween shows, I never come across this before, but it works. We'll be right back with more of in-game chat.
And welcome back to in-game chat. Any idea what this is? Is this Resident Evil? It is, yeah. Can you give me any more context? Um... You should. Is it four? It is four, yeah. Exactly. It's uh, called Infiltration, is the, the name the, of this the track. Little... Ding, ding, ding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good soundtracks. These are, I've found some really good soundtracks going into the, the Halloween stuff here. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show, continuing our discussion of horror games and maybe what makes a horror game or how does it all kind of work and that sort of thing. Have you played anything recent that is that is considered, I guess, a horror type title? Um, nothing's popping out. I'm trying to think. Really? I mean. Nothing for me either, depending on how you, you know, I don't, I don't consider a game like Castlevania as a horror game, even though it has those elements of like, you're fighting Dracula, of, of course. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it makes me think like Vampire Survivors. I don't know if you played that. You should look into that. It's really fun. It's only like four bucks on Steam. Okay. And will work wonders on the Steam Deck. Okay. Uh, because it is very low, it's a it's a low res type thing, and basically it's reverse bullet hell. Oh. You're the one dishing out the bullets, hmm. while you have all these enemies coming at you. So uh, it's yeah, it's a lot of fun, and the matches or the 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 play uh, the play time is thirty minutes tops. At thirty minutes, you've either finished or the, you're dead. Um, so either you die before then, or at 30 minutes, this boss comes in that you can try and kill, but you you really can't. Not until much, much later in the game when you've acquired enough level ups and all these other different things to kind of put some defense in. Which is fine. You only need to make it to 30 minutes to really move ahead to progress. So, something to look at. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, I've got it on mine. It's uh, on, on my PC. And I think... I don't think it's yet on console, but I bet it'll make it to Switch at least. It would run easily on the Switch, and it's got that portability for it. I think it's great. So, look into that. Also, not a horror game, although it deals with zombies Vampires and werewolves and, and, yeah, all these different things, but it has nothing uh, It has nothing to do with that or give you that sort of uh, horror feel um, to it. So, I, I didn't catch all of the first act. Of, of the show. Oh, well, I mean, we just opened up talking but, about, um, you know, talking about scary games, the fact that I don't really play them. Yeah. Uh, I like to watch people play them. There has been a just floodgate of Silent Hill stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, so much like, you know, apparently we're getting a new movie. Well, that's the reason, you know, we always wondered where, what Konami was doing, because yeah. it's like they held on to this. They were so... Hey Kojima, don't touch our stuff. Or hey, we're 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 getting out of the games business, but we're going to hold on to these licenses. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah, you know, you could sell those, but they didn't, and they held on to them. And now we're getting a Silent Hill two remake. Yeah, Silent Hill. There's like multiple different... F or whatever that note. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Silent Hill something I can't remember, but it is a massive amount of Silent Hill games. Yeah, like is it, are they? I mean, are they mobile games? Or are they? console games or the, like I don't know what exactly all of it is right uh, I, I did see that we're getting a, a movie by the director of the first Silent Hill movie yeah we've got uh, so he'll be back which is good Silent Hill Townfall is a game we're getting Return to Silent Hill which is the film yeah 
Uh, and then the Silent Hill Ascension. Okay, yeah, I remember seeing that name. Uh, it is what they they call it is a live real time interactive series that sounds akin to Until Dawn. Hmm. Um, is that one? And then Silent Hill. It says F, but I don't think it's F. I think it's Fugue. Maybe uh, because it looked that the it's like a note or the something. Uh, yeah the something. F looks like something you would see in in music. Yes. Um, that's why and and I could be completely wrong. Somebody who knows music would be able to tell me what the F is in uh, in in music. Yeah, I know what I said. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm curious myself. Yeah. I don't know it enough to know those things, but somebody does, and will probably fill us in. Yeah, but the fact that we're getting all these new you know, these Silent Hills come out, I'm excited for, because that, that game was just... Haven't really played... I tried to uh, play Silent Hill 2 on the Xbox... When it got announced for Xbox, and it was they were going to start with Silent Hill 2, that was a big deal, because so far, Silent Hill, Silent Hill 2 was PlayStation-only PlayStation type only, things. Yeah. And then here it is on Xbox, and I'm like, ooh, I get a chance to play it because I don't have a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, you know, I played a little bit of it and was not the, all that. The second one was definitely, it was more emotional mm-hmm. than the first one. The first one was a different feel. Oddly enough, the one that I liked, which is probably one the one that people was would. Three? No, it wasn't three. It was really? the one. It was the one where everything was iced over. Oh, on the um, PSP. Yeah, was Shattered that Memories? Shattered Memories. Yeah, that was a good one because I played that at E3. That was kind of like a soft remake of the original Silent Hill. Really? From what I remember, if I'm remembering it correctly, it was like a soft remake. I just like, like the way they played the, it with memories. Yeah, I like the way the gameplay worked with that and how it all, how it yeah. fit together and everything. That was great. I remember that was the year I was at E3 and I got a chance to play Silent Hill Shattered Memories and then saw the video game uh, as well. I okay. played both of those at Konami's booth uh, that year. I say it was E3. It might have been PAX, but I think it was E3. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I played both of those there for that. Silent Hill Shattered Memories, though, I think that was not on the PSP that I was playing it on. I think it was it was on a console. I think they also came out on the Wii. Um, I believe. Yeah, I think it did. Maybe that's the con. Maybe I may have played it on the Wii then. But but I remember I had it on the PSP. Yeah, I may have played it on the Wii. Wendy sends me a thing says that F uh, is for forte, forte, which means loud or strong. Yes. So. And but did you watch the the whatever I call uh, it a trailer? But did you watch that for Silent Hill F? <laughs> I didn't for Silent Hill F. I watched a, 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 a the video for the movie Return of Silent Hill. Okay, where the director yeah. was talking about mm-hmm. it and everything. And I enjoyed the first Silent Hill movie. Get a chance to I if you get a chance watch that trailer for Silent because it absolutely obviously puts in more questions than it does any kind of answers. Okay. It's the weirdest looking thing as far as what's going on. You really have no concept of something other than this. Growth, I don't know. Hmm. Flowery growth thing. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah, like a fungus has taken over, but not like the clickers and stuff from Last of Us. Interesting thing. Um, none of it screams Silent Hill to me, though. Silent Hill was always to me it was like rusted. Mm-hmm. The original, like, oh, I mean, I remember playing that and abandoned. Yeah, uh, rusted, like you said, yeah. foggy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, I mean, that's all the limitation of the systems at the time. Which is, yeah, I know, they but wrote it, it into the thing. to it, which I think was a, a good way of using the limited tech for mm-hmm. the adva- for your advantage. Yeah, I was telling um, 
I was explaining that to Wendy. We were playing something. I care. Or no, I think we were watching something. And uh, I said, it's interesting because instead of they, instead of trying to, I can't remember what it was we were watching or looking at, but I said, okay, instead of letting that limit their abilities, they just wrote it into the story. But uh, like, Resident Evil handed it a different way, mm-hmm. you know, because in Resident Evil you're in a claustrophobic, you know, house. Yeah. So you had walls to, you know, to limit the draw mm-hmm. distance and everything. So like, that's how they handled it. They they put it in indoors. Right. With, with Assassin's Hill, Creed, with you couldn't go outdoors, into yeah. You know, then I mean, and there's like PlayStation One days. So with the the limitation of it being outdoors, it's like you know what? It's foggy. Right. Didn't you know? they try to do that with like Superman sixty four? Uh, they tried to do. They tried to do. Yeah, so I know. Superman sixty four is a completely <laughs> horrible thing. But that's uh, a scary game. Yeah, but in Assassin's Creed, you couldn't go beyond like beyond certain sit, areas because it was like, it's like, out. like your, oh, memory your memory is limited. Yeah. Well, no, the, the console's memory can't handle it. We can't write that much. To I know. Memory, yeah. So they just wrote it into the game, which I thought was interesting. And I can't remember what we were watching or seeing. I don't know if it was game related or something, but I was mentioning that it was written in that way that it was so they used it to they used it as a story effect rather than a which I think is brilliant. limitation if you can if you can do that yeah I mean anything that can that can help the story that yeah. way uh, I think it's a I think it's a great idea so uh, I'm trying to think of anything that's horror that I've played recently no uh, Scorn is something I'm kind of interested in but I, I don't looked at it but like it just I don't know I don't get I a need. sense of horror from it yeah I just get a, a sense of just just dread and just Despair. Uh, yeah, despair. Just, just the weight on you of like, oh, yeah, I'm in a Giger world of just Because <laughs> that was all fun and rainbows, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, like, uh, it didn't, you know, and I've, I've seen some people play through it, like some videos of that. By I'm, the way, you know, I, this is just, this how my brain works. Things pop sure, in there. yeah. You were talking about, you picked up Dreamlight Valley. Yes. Uh, have you played any of it or no? I got to, like, I just started it up and yeah. got to talking to Merlin. That how long was, ago was that? Uh, like two days ago. Oh, okay. Because the Halloween event's going on. Oh, okay. In Dreamlight Valley. What the Halloween event is, I don't know. I, wonder if you can I just it know it's the Halloween event. Probably not. That's a little bit of a mix. Now, City of Heroes. That was funny. That I, was good. I got a rock. I know. You could go around and do that. Destiny, by the way, is doing their Halloween thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just grind. It's like, hey, you, we know you've been grinding so far for two months. Here's more grind. Two months? How many years? Well, I mean, for the season. <laughs> I, you're, but you're exactly right. I should say that. We've been grinding We've for been years. Here's more grind. For, for almost a decade. But that's really what it's called. Grind the game. Yeah. is really just grind too. Grind harder. Uh, it's really just all you're doing. It's just continuing to do the same things. Yeah. <laughs> ah, boy. It's like, when will I ever stop? Mm, won't. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else that's been horror? Yeah, I can't really think of anything scary. I know. Or that I, I played lately. Because I just don't touch those things. Uh, Leonard mean, called like, in and mentioned Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't know. Um, See if RJ was here. He loves that. Yeah. I, I mean, I redid a little bit of uh, Resident Evil 8, The Village. You played Amnesia, right? The Back in the day. <laughs> Nothing you would ever do today. No. <laughs> I mean, would you consider, like, I wouldn't say horror, but like The Room. Like The Room VR? You did that one, right? Yeah. That's not necessarily horror, It's not, but it freaks but me out. But it's suspenseful in a... It, that's more of a gothic horror than an actual... I'm know, okay with it, but see... Yeah. yeah I, no, no, no. So I, I fired that up. I remember that. And I really want to go back to it because I just recently updated the quest to uh, move my 
email over to a meta account, all this other, you know, did everything I had to do to update and redo whatever. It had been forever since I've done that. Uh, so is that something we have to do now? Um, I think I might have. How long ago have you, how long has it been since you've used it? It's been a, several months. Okay, yeah, you're going to have a lot to go through when you do it. Because you're going to have to download an update for the system. Uh, then yeah. you're going to have to re-log in through either using your Facebook or, now they give you a choice, you don't have to connect it to Facebook anymore. Oh, good. You can, But you will have, if you don't use Facebook, you'll have to create a meta account just like you would have to create any other, you'd have to create a Steam account to use yeah. Steam. You'll have to create a meta account to use their store. Um, so yeah, they've got that going on. And so I was doing this because Wendy was looking for some scary stuff. She wanted some scary stuff to play. She had heard about some Eli Roth thing that was on there. Uh, and we looked it up, and it was it's basically just a video that you can you put the headset on, and it's a 360 video, and you can look around as things are going on and, and playing. Kind of like any other sort of VR event where you're sitting on a roller coaster or you're in a city walking through something and you have free roam to look around. It's basically the same thing, but in like a horror setting. There's a VR game that I kind of want to get. Uh, it's the VR version of Layers of Fear. Is there a VR version of Layer? There is. Is a, it on that? But is there? It's Quest or is it R- R- Rift or whatever I the other one is? I don't know if it's. Um, I haven't seen Steam it in the store. Or if it's, or if it's Quest. It must be Steam. But I've then. seen it. Yeah. And because I played through Layers of Fear and it was it was spooky. I like Layers of Fear. I didn't do the sequel yet. Yeah, I watched that get played through, or not all the way played that, through. That Layers of Fear gave me that creepy. You know, man, do I want to move forward? You know, but I never got any kind of jump scares out of it. I want to say I did get there was sense, foreboding. There yeah, was definitely like a sense of foreboding. I had a sense. It forward. gave me a sense that something's down the hallway, but yeah. I don't know what it is, or something just moved that picture, or something just shut that door. I mean, it's not like amnesia where you have the monster chasing you. Yeah, no, nothing like this, that. This is just you feel like there's something here. I don't know what it is. Uh, the room's changing. And it's kind of, it's disturbing. It felt like uh, puzzle horror. And I liked it. Which I like puzzle horror. Yeah. I'm good with that. But, I don't know, maybe doing that in VR, that might be, that might be something right there. Yeah, the room on VR was... That's a good one. I didn't get very far into it. Really? Well, because... It's short. I know, that's my problem. That's why it was... It's like when you have the last few M&Ms in a bag and you sort of just savor them before they're gone. So that's what I've been doing is like I'll play just a tiny bit of it and I really haven't gone back to it because I know it's not very long. It's it's really even room, even room standards. I know, it's short. short. But I don't have any other, I don't have any more room to play when I'm done. Did you do Old Sins? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just picked that one up. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I've done that one. That's what, uh, four? Yeah, I think it's four, yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm on three right now, and I'm just sort of trapped, like, just stuck in one area. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know how it is, like, if you put it away for a while, you get back to it, you're like, what was I doing? I know. What was the purpose of this room? Yeah, I know. I don't know. Yep. You know, like, what what all I've done already. So I might just have to restart three. Thar 66 reminds us that Bloober, who made Layers of Fear, are making... Silent Hill, yeah, the, yeah. I think they're doing... Are they, are they doing the remake, or are they doing the actual new Silent Hill? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's yeah, layers of fear is good. You might want to check it out in VR. Do you, do you have Steam VR or just the? I only have the I. Meta. I you know what? I've got a Vive, so I kind of have Steam VR, but it's old. 
Okay. You know, and I it, it takes so much connection. Mm-hmm. I have to rewire so many things just to get that vibe going. Gotcha. Um, I think I've already disabled the uh, the drivers and everything. No, oh, the, oh, the, the the monitors cameras, that yeah. go in the it go into the corners of the room. I think yeah, I've disabled those because I haven't used them. Yeah. I also have an Oculus Rift Gen One. Yeah. But haven't done anything, obviously, with that. The MetaQuest is really where it's at, and I haven't really moved on from there. And then, of course, PSVR that's coming out I think yeah, next year. Yeah. I think in next year, or maybe in springtime, actually, because uh, they've shown off a lot for that. So. I, I, I remember for the original PSVR doing Resident Evil 7. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And that... Ugh. The Biohazard, yeah, the first one. Not the, not the whatever, was it 8 now? Did eight have a subtitle or no? Village. Village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Resident Evil Seven uh, yeah. did have VR aspect. Did Village Village came with a VR aspect or no? No. No, because it's on PlayStation, so it wouldn't. But it's also on PC though, it so is. I'm sure. That I was curious There's, if it didn't. Nope. Aren't they making it though? They are making one for PSVR. They're doing a Resident Evil really? section, I think, for VR. I don't know anything about that. Uh, I know, like one of the last games that didn't have VR that they sort of grafted it into it was the Hitman Three. On PC, and it's wonky. Uh, let's see. Capcom may release Resident Evil Village getting VR support for PlayStation VR. Okay. Yeah, it is. Whenever that comes around, um, they may release VR for Village on PC as well. VR support could be headed to Resident Evil Village on PC. This was reported eight hours ago. Oh wow! <laughs> That's what we're well, talking. Yeah. Apparently, we can talk things into existence now, uh, which is nice to know. Hmm. Um, yeah, not a lot. I remember us playing Condemned. Oh. I liked oh. that. Well, yeah. That but I liked it because I wasn't playing it. Playing that game, though. Especially when you got to the mannequin room. That was just... And they just all started moving around. I know. It was like, really nope, creeper. Nope, I nope. know. And James had to play it. That was great. Just, <laughs> it was nope. not something that we were no. going to do, man. Not at all. Did we do any others in that in that sense? I think we just did that one, and that was it. Yeah, um, I tried the Condemned Two, and it. Yeah, uh, we didn't. We didn't do Condemned Two. Condemned yeah. One was good enough. Yeah, uh, for us, and, and it was great. The original Fear. Uh, that's one we all played, but not together. That one, yeah. That we one talked we, about it though, because yeah, that, that was something I mentioned Alma in the first. Yeah, that was something I mentioned in the first half of the show when you were driving here. Was the okay. fact that. Um, we, I was talking about mechanics of horror, mm-hmm. and in a video game, you control the character, and therefore, you control if you're going to get scared or not, because maybe you know something's behind that door, and so just don't open the door. You may not progress, but you just don't open the door, yeah. and it never happens. Um, the interesting thing about fear, and I think it may have been used in previous games, but it was one that just would tighten up every muscle in your body every time it happened. It only happened for a few seconds so the animation could play out. When you opened a door, or when you climbed the ladder, and were getting off the ladder, an animation would play. You would not be in control, so the camera would move in the sh- in the in the maneuver of a person getting off a ladder, looking down, turning around, getting up. If you were going down a ladder, the camera would pan down, turn around as your body was backing down the ladder, and then lift up as you're going down. Yeah, and then like that one time when she was just up right. there. And exactly. Just like, oh. 
You had no control of that. It was yeah. just boom, right there, jump scare. And there were other times in that game where she might be in like a corner or on a side. Briefly. And if you didn't turn the camera that way, there's a like, oh, did you see it? No, I didn't see that. And then like, mm -hmm. you could miss entire parts of her just being in the ambiance around. You know, that's, that's something else that we haven't even brought up talking about horror games, but PT. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had that, and I did not... Oops. Yeah, I, I didn't I, play it. <laughs> I still have it on my uh, PS4. I barely watched people play that. It was... First off, it looked amazing. It did. For it what it did. was doing. Yeah. And so anytime you can throw that kind of realism in me, uh, in, in my video games, I'm like, eh, okay. Especially when you're horror-related. Uh, have you seen that level in uh, Modern Warfare 2, the recent one, the Amsterdam level? No. Okay. I, I don't keep track with Modern Warfare. You don't have to keep track. It's just the fact that this is one of those sections of the game where not a lot is going on. Mm -hmm. um, there's really, I don't think there's any kind of gunplay or anything. You're trying to be undercover. Okay. So they didn't really have to put a lot of effort into worrying about AI or worrying about shooting and cover mechanics or anything like that. So instead, they made it look amazingly realistic. Oh wow! This downtown area of Amsterdam, people Do you are know using like the canals. And... Yes. Oh, sweet. The people are using these comparison that, yeah, shots of like there. here's the real one, here's the game in-game one, yeah. and it looks amazing okay. for a for a Call of Duty game. It looks fantastic. Although I will say, there was way back when they announced this Call of Duty game, people were analyzing the trailer and they were showing how water effects were, were were working in this and i was just it was a water effect but i was mm -hmm. blown away man watching water ripple off of a stair rail uh, a handrail on a stairway you're seeing that i just it looked great uh, and i mean i'm just i'm i'm gushing over a water effect but but, I, th but that's immersion this is not the kind of detail i need in my cod games you know yeah. <laughs> call of duty but, i'm just I shooting mean, things they could use that for other stuff you they know, can, but it was just amazing the way it looked. Yeah. Uh, and and that Amsterdam level, uh, did hmm. I put that in? I guess I didn't put it in. Uh, I didn't put it in the thing, um, in the news stuff here. Otherwise, I would show you. But I'm sure somebody will throw. In fact, I'll look for a link during the break here. Yeah. And throw it into the uh, throw it in the chat room. But speaking of, we are at a break now, and we're going to take it. We'll be right back with more of in-game chat here in just a minute. This next track comes from Earthbound. Okay. Which is odd that it would be a Halloween track or at least something horrific. But this is called this is a battle for is it G I Y G A S Gigas? Yeah. Okay. Um I thought that was uh isn't that the name of a creator? Like uh, if, if I remember I think it's like toward the end and the, you know this yeah. is yeah. Anyway, uh that's what this is the battle the Gigas battle from Earthbound. We'll be right back with more of in game chat right after this.
And welcome back to In-Game Jam. Music here from Halo. Lament for Private Jenkins is the name of the track. I don't remember Private Jenkins. Yeah, this is when you first... Uh, you know, like Flood? Yeah, this is when you first come across the Flood. Which I hate the Flood. And I didn't and they hate kept them. Kept on bringing them back, right? I didn't. I didn't hate them because it was any kind of a scary element. I just hate them because they were annoying to deal with. Yeah. Half the time, these things that we talk about in horror games, like the the whatever the monsters are called in Dead Space, um, um whatever those things are called, yeah. I can't remember. I just had it pulled up on the screen, mm-hmm. but I can't remember what they're called. They're more annoying than anything else. Yeah. I, because they just keep coming at you. You, you know, shoot them, and if you, don't, if you get rid of their legs, they mm. still crawl with their hands. If you get rid of their hands, they're moving with their legs. Necro something? Or yeah, necromorphs. Necromorphs, yeah. And that's what they are. Yeah, and, yeah, with the, the Flood, because I replayed the, uh, the Master Chief collection. Mm-hmm. And, like, that first Halo game, just once the Flood was introduced... After that, you're just, I was just running from them. Yeah. Um, you're not trying, you don't waste your ammo because it, you know, it's just, it was an annoyance. It is. Big annoyance. Hate them. I hate them because they are annoying. Not because there's anything scary about them, but just because they are just, just really annoying. Um, let's see. Was there anything else I wanted to hit up here before we just kept talking about our, our, our horror games, our scary games? Um, Scariest game you ever played? I mean, for the time, mm-hmm. I'd have to say Resident Evil. Resident original. Evil. Because that was, you know, I played it when it first came out. You know, like kids these days, they look at those graphics and like, huh, this is lame. I played it, the first time I played it was GameCube. The okay. remake the that remake. they did on the game, GameCube. That was a good, good remake. Yeah. But that game, when it first came out in... in Mid nineties, uh, I remember I was in college and uh, you know in the dorm room and they had the PlayStation and like we're all gathered around the small CRT mm-hmm. TV, and, but like that was the first time we've really seen a scary game like that. Um, there, I mean, I can't really think of anything, you know, in the Super NES that had stuff you know like that or the in you know NES or you know. Not to that extent. No, I don't remember any of those that would have. It, God, they Not would like have, that. Yeah. And and like you said, when when the the dogs crashed, mm-hmm. the, man, we threw the controller. We're like, oh no, yeah, no. I mean, like because seeing that for the first time, you know, and that's the thing about horror is you can't really watch a horror movie a second time and be scared again, right? Because you've experienced it, you know. I mean, say, it kind of kind of works for games too. I would guess. Yeah, oh yeah, in completely some way. with games like. The first time I, I go through Resident Evil 7, I am like, oh, so cautious, I'm terrified, because you don't know what's around the corner. Once you know now people are doing around speed the runs. corner, yeah, you speed <laughs> run. You're like, all right, this, that, 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 and done. You know, so, but for me, Resident Evil, the very first one, because that was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. I mean, Silent Hill, the original, that was terrifying for different reasons. But, like, the Resident Evil is the very first of that. Yeah. So that that would be for me. 
I mean, I would probably agree with you in that because only for the fact that I really don't play a lot of horror games. So I can't really give you an assessment of like what's the scariest horror game I play because I don't play them. Yeah. Um, the first one that I ever played was Seventh Guest. I can't remember being scared, but I'm sure that I was at that time with some parts of it. But I don't know that I would call it the scariest game I've ever played. I don't know. Five Nights at Freddy is not a game I would ever play. I know how that game yeah. works, and I just ain't I ain't down for that. Um, jump scares like that and timing, where it's like, okay, it could happen at any moment, and I've got to keep I got to keep these things uh, out of the room and shut these doors and that sort of thing. Not not something I enjoyed uh, in my in my scary games. So or in any of my games. Uh, I would say eh, it wasn't scary so much, but man, was it innovative, and it's Eternal Darkness on the uh, GameCube. That was a, that was great, because that one, like, psychological, too. Yeah. That one messed with your mind. It did, and I like games that do that. Uh, and, you know, and that just takes you back to the Psycho Mantis fight yep. in uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. Solid. Was it 2 or 1? One? 1. Was it 1? Okay. Yeah. I thought it was 2. Why did no. I think it was 2? Two? 2 is a... Um, Twin Snakes? Yeah. Yeah. But didn't they do one for the GameCube that was... No, no. Uh, GameCube was Twin Snakes. Yeah. Two was Sons of Liberty. Sons of Liberty. That's right. Where you play as Raiden. Mm-hmm. That was scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Psycho Manus fight. And uh, games like that that kind of like take over your controller or take mess with your mind in that regard. Um, RJ always brings up an X-Men game that he played, which is not a horror game, but there was... Something where you had to reset, you had to hit the reset button on mm-hmm. the Genesis, yeah, in order to get what, past the stage like, or whatever. No, I, uh-huh. like everything in your mind saying, "Don't do that," because that you worked this hard, you don't want to reset it. Yep, uh, exactly. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I have one of those like this is the scariest game I've ever played type thing. Mainly because I just don't do the horror games. Alien Isolation was very creepy. Yeah, no, that's another one. I I can't take the tension. It, yeah, that's I have a, a heart condition. I can't take the tension of hiding from yeah this, this thing, and yeah the, and it turn around it just it grabs you. I know. See, that's a game I would put on my PC and then download like a hack <laughs> where you are just always invisible to the monster. So I would hide. Turn, I wouldn't have to worry about him finding me. You, you turn the monster and the xenomorph into Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, that's even worse. I don't want to do that <laughs> either. Yeah, I've seen that. Well, somebody was... There's... Um, they did that. I've seen that with like the Resident Evil 2 remasters. Right, because yeah. they did it for the, the Mr. X. Yeah. They turned him into Thomas the Tank Engine. But there is uh, Choo Choo Charlie, uh, which is... Oh, yeah, the horror. Yeah, yeah it's a train with spider legs. <laughs> It's like Thomas the Tank Engine, but he has spider legs, and uh, it just constantly comes after you, which I think is probably something where they based it on a lot of what that was done through the Mr. X and the Resident Evil, turning him into Thomas the Tank Engine, so uh, possibly. I don't know, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so... Uh, before we go, though, because, I mean, we got about 15 minutes left, what have you been playing? What? Anything? Uh, that's- Scuba diving. I know scuba diving. Honestly, like, Kevin's been... I, don't, I mean, I don't think he'll come out and say it. I think he's mad at me because, like, I haven't really been you playing, been playing anything. anything. Like, you know, what little I do... Uh, I, I picked up Uncharted 4, and I'm replaying that mm-hmm. on on, uh, you know, on the Steam Deck. And Is that from the uh, Lost Legacy Collection thing? It is. I heard that was a not a good port for Sony. Like, one of their... So far, Uncharted's great. I, I never played the... Um, uh, 
the second, you know, the little deal. Oh, Lost Legacy. Lost, I, those, I didn't yeah. play Lost Legacy, so I don't know if that's bad. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I never looked at the I details, but out of all of their PC releases, when it goes to God of War and Horizon and Spider Man. They've been really top-notch yeah, on the tech the, I, and everything else. Yeah, I did the Spider-Man. I'm waiting for Miles Morales. Yeah, except for Uncharted. Unchar- this Uncharted release, this bundle release that just recently released, has not... Apparently, there's some tech issues with it. But I've I, seen some, if you haven't run across them, you're good. I have seen some graphical like glitches, like where uh, textures didn't load right Yeah. Uh, for some stuff. And I'm like, oh, is that Ross? Oh, no, that's just bad graphic. But, oh, whatever. Right. You know, what, are, did you have you upgraded your card or what are you what are you no, running on? I haven't upgraded my card. I don't, I don't remember. Twenty eighty? What do you I got? Twenty eighty? Yeah. yeah, you're still that's still. It still should be fine. I guess but, you're not going to be going up to the forty uh, eighties or the forty nineties or no. anything like that. Good God, fifteen hundred dollars for a graphics card? Yeah, that's that's a little crazy. <sighs> or a thousand dollars for the low end version of the graphics card. Uh, let's go to the phones. Yeah. Hi, you're on in game chat. Who's this? It's Chris, me again. What's uh, up, Chris? Chris? Yeah, you were talking about the uh, alien the isolation. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, even though I played it and I played through a little bit, I don't play it because it, of the, the effect that it has on your body, your nerves and everything. Uh-huh. I cannot stand to play that sucker. So Nope, I'm with you. I remember on the PlayStation 4, because I had it on that, like the microphone in your controller, mm-hmm. like it messes with you where, like, the system will like if you make noises, like just you going ah, it'll hear that. And it'll like the the xenomorph will come for you. Like it, it listens, to, the game listens to you. But it, there's no, there's not a. I didn't it's think there was a the mic- microphone or the or the eye. If you had the eye, uh, maybe it was one of them because I remember like, something would the, have to pick up sound like that yeah, through a headset or whatever, and that's fine. But it could also it but, it, it could yeah. also emit sound through the controller. Yes, uh, which I thought was always interesting, especially when it's something like I know uh, in Uncharted, a lot of the gun effects. Like every time I would uh, uh, reload a gun and you know cock the shotgun or something like that, you'd hear it out of the controller than you would in your in your surrounding. Deathloop, uh, when you're talking on the radio, it comes to the controller. I finally yeah. got that on PC. It came oh, in yeah, with yeah. my humble bundle this oh. month. Okay. Yeah, I so. wanted to tell y'all one of the stories of one of the encounters with that son of a gun on uh, that alien in that game. That Isolation, yeah. Yeah. One of the big areas when, in the beginning of the game when he first shows up, it was like a hangar where there's like a, a big, I think there's a big engine in there. And he came into one of the doors on the upper balcony or, or maybe it was on the first floor. And I was hiding behind the corner of one of those couches or pieces of furniture at the very edge, and he walked right past that sucker, right beside me there, and I could have reached out and grabbed his tail. He was that close to me, mm. you know, uh, only uh, inches away, and he did not see me. He walked right past me. Talk about giving me a heart attack. Yeah. It's not, it's, that's, again, I don't like that. I don't like my five nights. I don't like any of that sort of stalky play. Um, I don't like the fact that Mr. X is in that uh, Resident Evil game. I don't like that sort of thing. Like, let me deal with this on my own time. Do not rush me or push me through this sort of situation. Um, I've never been a fan of games that do that. Uh, I appreciate the call, Chris. Thank you. All right. Take y'all care. have a good one. We'll see y'all later. Then. See you, man. Yeah, All we're right. coming up on the top of the hour. Uh, any of those... Um, is it Supermassive? I think it's Supermassive. Any of those Supermassive games? The, the, the Dark Pictures Anthology? No. Until Dawn, did you play that? 
I played a little bit of Until Dawn. Uh, little Hope? I didn't do Quarry. Uh, or, okay. Yeah. Quarry's the most recent one, which yeah, well, yeah. it feels like an 80s slasher type thing or whatever. Maybe a 90s slasher type thing. I'm not sure. But it, it really feels like a progression of Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. Whereas all the others kind of felt like they were set, obviously, in the past type of thing and different. I guess, uh, so the game I have been playing lately that does have uh, demon zombie uh, ghosts in it is... Uh, the demon zombie ghost LeChuck in Return of Monkey Island. Oh, of course you have. Of course that. you have. Uh, yeah, of course. Got, you know, I forgot. September 19th, I think, is when that yeah, came out. Uh, yep. International Talk uh, I, We used music from that game on that day. I, I'm sure your name came up in the show and we're like, I know who's probably playing that. Oh, yeah. So, yep. PC, you got it on Steam Deck. I'm sure yes. it runs fantastic on the Steam Deck. Yes. A great little portable title. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fantastic. Uh I'm loving my deck. I'm sure you are. Uh, I'm trying to think of other games that have come out where it's like, oh yeah, this Matt would probably love this. And I'm trying to think of the other titles. Um, but I can't think of anything at the moment for some reason. But yeah. It's been a while since you've been on, so it's really great yeah. to have you back. Uh, and it's great to I, be back. I wish you could do more of it. Uh, I know that you can't, but I really wish you could. Yeah. Um, as for me, like I said, I've just been playing Destiny. I did pick up uh, Marvel Snap. I haven't heard of that. It's free to play. It's on Steam, and it's also on your like mobile devices as well. Okay. Apparently, it's it's a card game. Oh, but hmm. I don't know. It's been it's been getting a lot of talk recently about how easy it is to play and pick up and enjoy, and it doesn't really fumble around with everything else that card games mess around with. You know. Okay. Um, but I, I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't played it to see if that's the case. Uh, but I but I did I did download that on Steam, and I'll, I'll probably give that a shot. Maybe tonight, actually. Hmm. Um, sometime tonight. So currently building Legos as well, working on the Saturn V rocket or the Saturn oh, V. Oh, you got the you got the Saturn V. Yes, I have the Saturn uh, rocket, and I'm almost I, done with that. I'll be done with it by Monday easily. Last one I did, I did the Orchid. I picked that one up. I've done the Orchid. I, I love the Botanical series. It's one of my favorites. I've done the Orchid, the uh, the, the the Bonsai, and... Yep. I have I, the Bird of Paradise. I have not done the Bird of Paradise, but yeah, I did do the... What is the other one? There was another... The, the they, have, um, they have... Succulents. Succulents. I have that one at work. I did the Succulents, too. So, the... I'm sure, like, you know, it's like for the, you know, not to get into Legos too much. No, nah, I don't mind. It's I love um, Legos. <laughs> I mean, or, or, as we should say, Lego, because that's the plural. Right, yeah. Uh, they, I love how they use other, they reuse yeah. pieces. Yeah. And the, the little mini orchids. The frogs? Well, the frogs were great, too. But the mini orchids had the. Uh, they were the um, the demigorgon. The demigorgon, yeah. Heads. Exactly. I saw that, and I'm like, oh. For the petals, yeah. You know what? That's a great way of doing it. Or that. for the little smaller. Oh, yeah. It was totally great. Um, the other one I have up in my office, I have uh, Starry Night. Okay. The Van Gogh painting. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. People come in, they look at that like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just picked up the uh, trench run. Okay. Um, yeah. Which normally, like, I, I like to go with when I do Lego. I like to go with stuff that doesn't just scream Lego at first. Right. Like well, the typewriter is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, people look at that and they're like, "Oh my gosh, oh it's Lego." I like that. Oh, it's Lego. Fact. Right. Yeah. Um, the NES system. You know, that one's really neat. I want to get the Atari. I do um, want to get the Atari. As but well. like, the, like the botanical series, you look at those and like, oh, that's oh, they're great. Yeah. Oh, it's Lego. They're great. They're great. Did you go with pink or, or green? 
I, I change them out right now. It's pink. Okay. Uh, I'm doing the um, the uh, cherry blossoms right now. Right. Yeah. But um, so normally I don't go for like the the Star Wars sets or the Harry Potter like the the brand sets. I, mm-hmm. It's normally not what I what I go for. I don't. I don't. The I'm just most of the stuff I go for is the ideas collection or the creator I love collections. Those. Those are yes. those are great. Um, but uh, for this um, Death Star run. Uh, what I did was I saw um, a video uh, from Adam Savage's group where they took the the Death Star Trench run and they have this other, like, it's a third-party, um, it's not official Lego, it's like third-party whatever, but it's like two biplanes and they're on and they just sort of like fly like Oh, okay, that. It's yeah. Like you have the crank and you turn it and, and he grafted them together where it's, you know, Luke's X-Wing and Vader and they're, they're you know, they're, they're moving back, moving and, forth, back yeah. and forth, and then he added lasers to it, like the lights. And I'm <laughs> have, like, you, have you seen the light mods for for Lego sets? So I have I have skylines um, of places that I've been. If okay. I, if I you know through my travels in the, in the military, if I've been to a city and they have the skyline for, I have it. So I have like Paris, London, um, uh, Venice, New York. Um, Vegas and San Francisco, and you've done the light mods for those. And I have the light mod, so like it's all just that's really nice. That's really nice. Yeah, uh, I'll show you a picture after. You know. Wendy got me a couple of Lego sets for my my birthday. There, I got uh, the Batman mask or cowl, I guess you yeah. want to call it. I got that, not the not the '66 version, yeah, like that not one. the '66 <laughs> version, just the regular black one, which is yes. a lot of black for a Lego set. Uh, and then she got me the goat boat. The goat from Thor, okay. uh, for Thor: yeah. uh, Love and Thunder. I see. I like the the um, the Milner. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual the item itself. Yeah, because yeah, like, like that one, you know, and like the NES, they have Easter eggs in them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like it when Lego does that. Yeah, um, I, 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 I mean, there's a lot of Legos that I want. The question oh, mark yeah. block from from Mario game related, I would like. Yeah, that, that one. I like the Discovery, the shuttle, the. Space Shuttle Discovery to mm-hmm. go with my ISS and my Saturn. Uh, they have the lunar module. At yes, they Target. do. I know they've got a lot of things. At Target. That. I don't. It's it, Legos got expensive, by they, the way. They did. Well, what you, what surprised me about the Orchid that was only fifty bucks. It's still only fifty bucks, yeah. mostly. Yeah. I mean, I spent like two hundred on the Fender guitar. I know the Bird of Paradise is a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's so it's so nice. I mean, yeah, it is, but it's a hundred dollars for the yeah. Bird of Paradise, and then the two hundred dollars, two hundred fifty, I think Bowser is like three hundred something dollars. Oh, that looks so fantastic. I know, but he's expensive, <laughs> massively expensive for a Lego set. I yes. hate how. Yes. It, mm. I hate how expensive the Lego sets have gotten. Yeah. Uh, there's something horrific. Yeah, <laughs> how much Lego money? Prices. Yeah, how much money you spend on Lego sets? Every now and then, I'll go on the ideas uh, page and like you know just see what you know, like see what what people are voting on. I know. I I was so disappointed. Some that, are like uh, like there's one that I really want that is a Polaroid camera mm-hmm. where you click the button and the thing actually comes mm-hmm. out. And like I, they need to do that. I'm I mean, sure that that will probably make it. I don't know where it's like at in the voting cool. process. But I, I like how if you come up with a, a really cool idea, then if you figure out a way to do it in Lego, then that might be something. I mean, yeah, like, I know. the typewriter was that, the NES was that. The uh, like some of these ideas are just fantastic. I was looking forward to Fraser's apartment, but that didn't. That did not. It got close, but it didn't make it. Community made it. Yeah. So Greendale made it. Oh yes. Okay. So Neat. 
I'm excited about that one. Well, I mean, they made the they made the Seinfeld, yeah, Seinfeld set, they made the Office friends. set, they made the Friends set. It's they like, made two Friends sets. I, yes, they did the 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 coffee, the, the in, the coffee in the apartment. Coffee in the apartment, yeah. Like, give me give me give me my Frasier apartment, man. Just give me that. <laughs> give me that. Some but they won't do it. Scrambled eggs. Please, right? please. Um, I would like better detailed pirate ships. They do have pirate yeah. ships, but I would like better detailed pirate ships. I wanted. The one that I, I, I slept on, I didn't get that. I want to get, but now it's aftermarket stupid price, was the ship in the bottle. Yeah, yeah. I wanted that one. That's still on, I think that's still on my wish list because um, I liked that. Because that's the kind of detail I liked, the detail that was inside that. Yes. I would like them to scale that out to, to make... To a bigger size. Yes, and to actually base neat. it on real ships. Yeah. Instead of, uh, I would really very uh, much enjoy that. And I'm, I'm assuming you saw the Titanic. Uh, yeah, I saw the Titanic. <laughs> so when I was down in Disney uh, this past January, they had the Lego store that we went to, and they had it out. Yeah. And I saw the whole thing. It's massive. And it is huge. It is their biggest set they have ever produced. And the fact that it breaks into three parts just cracks me up. Well, yeah. So you can, I'm like, oh, here's really? Here's the Love. sinking. And Too here's, soon? Yep, here it goes. <laughs> you can do it that way. Yeah. Uh, listen, we are coming up on the top of the hour. Matt, thanks so hey, much my, for coming back pleasure, in. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Duke, yeah, you missed a show with Matt. Uh, and, and we talked horror games, too, yeah. the entire time. So, yeah, because we, we brought up Resident Evil. But, uh, I'm like the Spanish Inquisition. You never know when I pop up. Never know. But I'm so glad you did. So have a great one, dude. Thank you so much. We will, we'll catch Halloween, you the, everybody. the next time you can come and do the show. Yes. RJ will be back next week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, have a great Halloween. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we will see you next Saturday. Music here. I mean, might as well go with a classic. It's from Super Mario Brother or Super Mario World. Excuse me. We'll be right back. Or no, we won't. We'll see you next Saturday. Bye.